Uh, all right. So, are you are you a guy who washes uh, washes your hands every time you use the pisser? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Is there is there a reason for that? Like, I'm I'm not. Uh, I will I will I fully admit this. I've admitted on on the internet before. I don't. But my wife is getting on me. She's like, you need to start washing your hands because you need to start modeling good behavior for your child, your future child. I was like, oh, that's, that's little probably true. Three months old. So right, right, yeah. Well, is, this, is it because it was ingrained in you, or is there a specific reason why? Yeah, you wash I, your I hands? think it's probably just Pavlovian conditioning. Like, hey, you just touched your dick, so wash your hands. Here's the problem: is like you don't need to touch your dick to pee as a dude. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you can, you can just kind of, you know. Just what I do. I don't. Right. I don't. You got a you yeah, no so, touch technique. Yeah, seriously. Out? If I touch my dick, like, or you know, if I touch my balls or something, yes, I'm gonna wash my hands. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not like that. I'm not like okay. that crazy. But like. Right. Yeah, I, I can, I can use the. It's kind of like a no look pass. You can just. Yeah. yeah just, just, without having whatever. to touch my dick. So. Right. Just drop so, trowel. Pretty much. Well, not quite drop. So are, yeah. So are you are you just trowel. like a zipper down through the zipper space guy, or are you just drop it, drop trowel like it down knee level? It depends. I do okay. I, I, I do never I never drop trowel. I never okay, drop trowel, right. but because then, then you're like showing your bare ass. Yeah, the and I've seen yeah. There's old men who do that on sports games, and it's like the yeah, it's like the I, yeah. weirdest thing ever. Didn't need so. to see that. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Live from Fitzgerald's for the second time this week, we are the Daves You Know. This is the Daves I Know. You want me to be that type of dude and I want to be who you like me to. But we both know I can't do nothing at all. All right, uh, we have a special uh, second uh, podcast of the week, uh, and we have a one, the one, the, the, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, <laughs> I, I get people clamoring for more, more oh of God. Luke Craig. Uh, literally te- yep. texting me more Luke Craig. I, we have I, Luke Craig. Yeah, I'm not wearing my floral print moo tonight. <laughs> uh, we'll get that ready for the next I, time. Uh, I take a guess yeah, I saw here. your tweet. You felt you felt seen, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> just just a little. Yeah. Well, you know, when you have a you need a. a Unique and distinct fashion sense. That's right. That's you, right. You gotta, you gotta fucking own it. You own it. So fair enough. Yeah. So uh, how are you doing, man? Not too bad. So, uh, so I actually got out to Closet City for the very first time for me uh, last night. Uh, oh, nice. The yeah. only reason I missed the inaugural game is the only reason on earth I would have missed it, which was uh, Great Grandma Mavis's 90th birthday party. Who your daughter I, is named after, I, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I kind of had to go to that one. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that seems, I would uh, absolutely be risking eternal hellfire That seems uh, if I missed that. That seems so, fair. And I was like, you know, you sure you can't just reschedule that party that you've already invited like 100 other people to? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a different day, maybe start a little earlier. Yeah, no. Uh, unfortunately not. Yeah, no. no. Well. So, um, so it was awesome. I, I, I did, I had several... So so yeah, yeah. What's, what was your what was your how was you how did you feel about Allianz and the at, experience? Yeah, at halftime, I remember I'm just walking and it's this weird. Um, it's a very kind of surreal experience. I just like I had to pinch myself. Like this is this is real. I'm really here. I'm and I'm looking up at the sky, but I'm covered. Uh, Are you in the sports section too? Or yeah, okay, yeah. So uh, uh, last night, find my found myself behind the uh, Las Paisas. Uh, supporters. Okay. 
um, who are cool guys. I didn't get to talk to them a whole lot. Sure. And our, our good friends from uh, Fist of the North Star were uh, yeah. in my neighborhood over there as well. Sure, sure, sure. So it was a great time. Well, yeah. come, yeah, next time you're in uh, Wonderwall, come find Luke Craig yeah. and give him, yeah. buy him a beer, <laughs> a $13 beer. Yeah, especially the $13 beers. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this is, uh, as you as you mentioned, I obviously have, have inferred uh, Martin's not here. Martin uh, wants, like, likes his family, uh, so he wants to hang out with them sometime yeah. during the week. Um, but if you like the content that you hear each week, if you think you learn a little bit more about our beloved Minnesota United or just about soccer in general, uh, you want to continue to enjoy the high quality of content, audio we are trying to deliver on each and every single podcast, consider supporting the Patreon. Um, we do a, uh, a, a movie uh, watch party podcast, which we actually, uh, Holy Goalie is coming up, so we need to figure out a date in time yeah, to record that that's one. That's true. Um, Holy we've Goalies got one in the can, I think, too. One in the can. Martin yeah. said just finish editing, and then nice. that'll get out to the Patreon subscribers uh, fairly shortly. Um, but, yeah, you can go to patreon.com backslash the Daves I know. Help support the Daves you know. Uh, we l- always prefer... Uh, the uh, dollar amounts ending in 420 or 69. Yes. So if you can, uh, or or that- get on my level at six dollars and sixty six cents. Yeah, or six six six. Yeah, that, <laughs> that works too. Um, I was funny. I was funny. I was playing uh, like like while my kid was sleeping today. I was playing uh, like a, one of those like Android games on your phone. Yeah. Or whatever, like I think it's called Two Dots or whatever. And it, the uh, I got I won a level and like the uh, the my points afterwards were like six six nine. I oh, like, I, so close. almost I almost. I almost grabbed a screenshot of it. <laughs> the, um, the neighbor just, of the beast. Yeah, just yeah. just fair. Uh, anyways, yeah, pat- patreon.com backslash the Daves I know. Help support the Daves that you know. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what hell, what the hell just happened with LA Galaxy. Preview DC United, answer some questions. Uh, hopefully a relatively short podcast tonight. Um, since we already did the, uh, well, the podcast from before. I mean, I was planning to go on like a 45-minute rant. That's fair. I mean, I did, tw- <laughs> I did 25 minutes last time. Uh, so if you, I can, I can, yeah, I can, yeah, I can clear the table. Judge. I can you, clear you the can. table and let you go if you want. Uh, Adrian Heath had a, had, a, uh, had a couple of particularly choice quotes that I think will more than likely be addressing. I, uh, during, yeah, I think during, he got under his day. skin a little there. Yeah, so, <laughs> so let's talk about uh, – the game last night, the LA yeah. Galaxy, or the th- Wednesday night, if you're listening to this uh, tomorrow, Friday, there's probably. Lot uh, there's a lot of times. Uh, what was your best moment of the game, Luke? Um, best moment of the game for me, it's... Look, this is this is a goalless draw, so there's no goals to look to. Yeah. Um, so we're really looking for sort of these moments that, at least to me, felt encouraging or beautiful or whatever. Uh, for me, it's in about the 15th minute, uh, Los Angeles's Boateng... Uh, one of the lesser Boatangs. Yes. I'm probably pronouncing his <laughs> yeah, name Yeah, the lesser wrong. of the Boatangs, yes. Uh, so you are, yeah. Comes into our box, winds up to unleash a shot on goal, and it's looking bad because no one's covering him, and then this, like, out of nowhere, bat out of hell, uh, a musketeer swinging in on a chandelier. It's Romain Metinier. I think it was, I think it was Apara. Menier had already taken off to, to go forward. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was Icapara. All right. Icapara. <laughs> but still, but still, still Icapara. Yes. My man. And, but you are describing exactly how it yeah. looked. But so yes, he just, it was, he I just think it was comes crashing through. He gets enough of the ball. He doesn't really deflect the shot to change the angle, but he certainly slows it down. Yep. Makes it real easy for Vito just to scoop it right up. And uh, potential bad situation turns out to be not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, and given the defensive performance we've seen, especially in Toronto, that was a huge relief. I felt so much better after well, Toronto that. in the last game at all. Yeah. Oh my god. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Uh, he scored yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah, you're right. Like, there's not, there wasn't anything great, uh, particularly like a particularly great moment um, in I, this I, game. I, I was going to say, just back going back and rewatching it today. 
Uh, I got through basically most of the game. I didn't get through all the, like the full game. Just how fucking loud the Wonderwall is. Yeah. On even on TV. Yeah. Like, I knew it was loud last night. I knew it was loud on uh, uh, Hope for the Home Opener on the 13th. I didn't realize how fucking loud yes. that place gets. <laughs> that place gets really fucking loud. Yes. And it's great. I mean, I don't know specifically how. Uh, I didn't watch. I, I didn't rewatch the NYCFC game on ESPN Plus. Um, but I did. As I said, I rewatched this one, so I'm not sure if they mic up the if they mic up the uh, the Wonderwall the same way. Uh, yeah, I don't know. As they as as FS, FS, FSN does. Okay. Um, but you could hear. Every single one of the cheers, loud, yeah. like, clear as day on the TV, Great. like on the on the rebroadcast. Uh, I mean, it was just, yeah. I, I, I was sitting there watching it, uh, sort of taking notes for tonight, and uh, all of a sudden I hear score, damn it, <laughs> on the broadcast. And yeah. I was like, I told my wife, wait, wait like, a minute, you can hear score, damn it, on the yes, goddamn broadcast. <laughs> and so just just how loud it was. And then uh, when that rain started coming down, it was like oh, perfect. That was beautiful. <laughs> it was just like a, like a perfect miss. Like it was just so imagine beautiful. that, like a, yeah. like a July day when it's like ninety degrees. Yes. Oh it's my just like God. misting like that. Just oh, how fucking amazing greatest. that atmosphere is gonna be. Yes. Um, and then the, I mean I guess in terms of like actual on-field shit, uh, Opara, Opara was. was uh, unlucky not to at least have a goal. He had two headers uh, sure. in the 30th yes. and the 33rd minute. Uh, one went, uh, I think uh, the, uh, I think it was like 17-year-old from uh, Galaxy. Yeah, it went, went off his head. I don't think he didn't even realize what, what he's doing. Yeah, it was going to the back of the net, and he it, like went off his head. And then in uh, the, the 33rd minute, went off his Sebastian Legette's shoulder, uh, who I don't think he was actually trying to play with his shoulder either. Just no. like he got really, he got yeah, robbed. It was um, a little bit of bad luck. Clearly, there. he could have had, you know, at least one, if not two goals. And there. I was, I was gonna say, to me, I walked out of there feeling like it was a draw that felt like a win. I, I didn't feel super frustrated walking out of there, especially um, after the results, the last two results where we blew, yeah. we, we we gave up leads. Yeah, uh, we were controlling the game for and in our sort of new kind of way of controlling right. the game for a good extended amount of time, and then we, we you know, shit the bed and we give up points. Right. Um, so a clean sheet shutout, um, yeah. that feels like some forward progress. Maybe the media will stop talking about uh, the defense. <laughs> yep. There, I, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into uh, the worst moment of the game. Uh, what was your worst moment of the game? Um, you know, no one particular moment. Uh, there was no defensive errors that ended up costing us anything. Yeah, thank God. Uh, so really my criticism would just be the sheer amount of just inaccurate shooting, uh, missed opportunities. Uh, as we just noted, Michael Parra uh, had some chances where just luck of the draw didn't go his way. Uh, conversely, I, I do. Those aren't really shots. I mean, those are those are off of corners, like, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he's making some. I think what, what you, are, I yeah. mean, I'm guessing what you're alluding to is ac- the actual like shooting of a uh, shooting yes. boots of like Angel Rodriguez, Darwin Quintero. Yeah, that's Abu right Dumati. where I'm going. Yeah, I, okay. And uh, and for me, a little bit more so on Rodriguez. You know, he's a big. You know, I think he's trying to play as sort of a target man type, uh, target man type striker, and the kind of opportunities he was getting are the ones that he needs to be capitalizing on. Yeah. Uh, to and, you know, I, I hate sounding like this. I don't want to sound like the dude who's, like, obsessed with his ex. But, like, Christian Ramirez would have scored last night <laughs> with the same service and the same opportunities. He scored a absolute uh, stonker of a yes. goal on yes, uh, Sunday. I know. Uh, against, um, who were they playing on Sunday? Oh, Seattle. Yes. It was absolutely fucking amazing. Right. Uh, right. A- after, our, I was wait- after Seattle was already just getting I was rinsed. waiting uh, on the DL for the uh, ga- so Game of Thrones. Like, 
they're showing Game of Thrones at Blackhearts on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that to start. We were watching the uh, watching the, me and Wes were watching the oh, that's awesome. LAFC game. Nice. Oh shit, Boston just uh, scored. Hey. Game over. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I would agree with you. I mean, I would say specifically um, again. I'm, I don't really have a one specific moment, although. Abu Dunlady had a couple of second touches that were just absolutely atrocious. One yes. in like the I want to say it was the 11th minute, yes, maybe the 12th minute, um, where he has he takes a he takes an amazing first touch to bring the ball in. You know the ball is going out. He sort of touches it in, and he takes a second touch, and he's probably at the sort of the, near the top of the 18. Takes a second touch and kicks the ball like 10 yards right, and then David Bingham's able to run out and just right. and smother the ball. Right. Uh, that that one in particular was was. You know, and kind and of what the fuck, but also like yeah, definitely a little like, bit. And Bingham's a very crafty goalkeeper. Yeah, uh, he's certainly not a not a pushover at all. Um, but yeah, I think just a little bit of uh, the offense maybe performing a little bit under par. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about your most what the fuck moment of the game? Well, so the deal was Laton and the Clod of Turf, <laughs> which yes. Didn't really register with me like last night, and then today on Twitter, I'm seeing all of these weird, uh, the still shots of just Zlatan holding a big clod of turf. Yeah, uh, it was like I, uh, it happened early in the game too. Yeah, um, it was right by the sports section. There was so there was uh, there were issues with the turf on the home opener. Sure, um, and I think there's there's a lot of there's been a lot of speculation of what like what the uh, is it because it was seeded in October, or you know, or like put down in October? So like maybe the roots haven't completely grown yeah, in. Right. Uh, Taylor Jones out there on the on the internet's making wild theories about all yeah. that shit, and he has no fucking idea. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, yes. I, I want to get like he an actual a like feed. a professional groundskeeper to like. Well, they have a professional groundskeeper. I know. I want to hear the science yeah, behind it. They have a guy. Well, yeah, the, right. he actually. Uh, I mean, my he was on. The, yeah. He was somewhere. He talked about exactly like right. all of that stuff. And right. so, yeah, I think it's just it's just going to take. Uh, it's going to take some time. Yes. For the you know the roots to get deep enough. Yes. Um, our super late winter, the the crazy snow yeah, that we had right a, before it was the, a weird the home opener. Winter. I mean, yeah, we had nothing. Yikes. We had no snow until like fucking January, yeah. and then we had all the snow in January. Yeah, and then like, and then no snow in February, and then all the fucking snow in March. Yeah, and so all these weird, the polar vortex where it's. Yeah, it was like negative yeah. below for a week. Exactly. Straight. So, I mean, yeah, honestly, really, it was. Uh, it is going to be a work in progress, and each year it'll get better and better. Yeah. But yeah, that was when he picked, when he picked up the uh, when he picked up that uh, that piece of that piece of turf. It was just like, right. Oh, okay. Well, and then and all the LA players, especially Bingham, were comp- were uh, complaining about uh, complaining well, about worst I mean, grass they've ever played well, on. Well, both teams have to play on it though. That's so exactly. I, so what's the what's the unfair? How how are you disadvantaged in a way that Minnesota wasn't? Yeah, uh, but it was the worst grass they've ever played on, according oh, to David Bingham. Well, so. suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't have anything else. That was yeah. that was pretty much about it. Um, so for the next Friday, do for the star of the game. Who do you got for the uh, star of the game? Um, so for me, uh, it, I mean, Metonier was great. Um, I was really impressed with Eric Miller. Um, he had he had some moments in the in the first half. Yeah, there's some nervy. That 17 year old kid uh, yeah. took him to task a little yeah. bit. Yeah, um, but yeah. He, he settled down. He certainly yeah. yeah he certainly wasn't perfect. But, he certainly did way more on defense uh, than Cowboys ever done. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, but really, the person I enjoyed watching last night, and this is the first time I had a chance to see him live, was Ozzy. Yeah. Um, just a great, you know, no super, nothing for the highlight reel, nothing dramatic, just calm, cool.
cool, collected, um, just forcing turnovers, getting the ball distributed appropriately and moved back out of our zone. Um, and it just like my, my blood pressure went down every time I saw him approaching uh, when uh, L.A. was coming our way with possession because uh, I knew Ozzy was going to get in and clean it up, and that's that's basically what he did. Yeah, so exactly. So it was really refreshing to see that. Cool. Yeah, uh, I would agree with you. I mean, Ozzy had a, had a really great game. I, again, there was nobody – no one in particular had a absolutely, absolute shit of a game, yeah. and no one had an absolute standout game. Um, so I'm just going to uh, – you know, let's point out again, Miller. Miller and Coleman stepped into the lineup and did amazing. Coleman yeah. especially. Yes. Uh, I, lo- I really love him with Opara. You could tell how and nervous he was, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really love him. really feel that. And, yeah. you know, I really love him with Opara. And they shut down uh, Zlatan, who had scored in all five yes. of his previous games. Right. Had seven goals. He's the uh, he's second in the uh, golden boot race for right. uh, for MOS. So and the guy, and, 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 and I don't know. Give Adrian Heath credit where it, it is due, maybe mostly out of uh, out of necessity because of red cards. Right. He actually played uh, a group uh, a, a pairing in the center of the of the of the park with combined with Ozzy Alonso. Yeah. That could actually uh, minimize what uh, yeah. Zlatan was trying to do. And, and which what, which what which what LA was trying to do, which is right. they were trying to get out wide uh, and cross in. Yes. Uh, that uh, I, I was I forget the, name of the fucking seventeen year old kid. Right. Um, he, and they uh, were attacking our left like crazy. Yeah, they were attacking and, down the right. And, he had, and, and that kid had no crosses into the box. Right. All game. Yeah. No crosses into the box. Yeah. And that was how Atlanta was going to, or sorry, not Atlanta, uh, LA Galaxy is going to beat us. Uh, crosses into the box uh, onto the head of Zlatan. And, um, and Zlatan got so frustrated, he kind of checked yeah. out in the second half. Yeah. The, yeah uh, he it, really was not a factor, and that's that's pretty amazing. Reading some of the recaps, uh, a, loon pl- a loon player mentioned to somebody, uh, sort of, I think, off the record that they seemed like Zlatana basically checked out after yep. the 20th, or, you know, 20 yeah. minutes to go. Yeah, he um, just took a little nap there. And that's good. So <laughs> that's fine with me. So, yeah, so, I mean, you, you give it to Miller, Coleman. Everybody knows how much I love mm. uh, uh, Baby Boy Coleman. Yeah. Uh, Schuler actually uh, played, thank you, uh, played really well in uh, in a non-inverted winger role. Like, yeah. I think Schuler is a decent sub for Gregoosh. Yes. When he, like, as a step-in, played 90 minutes. And he played, yes. and here's the thing with Schuler. A lot of things that we uh, that we've complained about, we've worried about with Schuler is that he he can only get you about seventy minutes, and, right. then, he's, and then he's just basically right. and then he's just out and, of gas, and he, yep. he you know he costs you a, a game because he doesn't track back or whatever. Uh, Schuler made a couple of really amazing tackles where he was tracking back uh, across the pitch, um, and and you know saved uh, Minnesota's hide a couple times, especially yes. early in the game, yes. especially early in the game. Um, so. I, you know, Schuler would be good. I, I, you know, I'm gonna say, jokingly, I'm gonna give it to Cabo for getting a red card last week, so he, <laughs> so he wasn't able to play this week. Yeah, talk um, about addition through subtraction. Yeah, but honestly, wow. I, I gotta go. With, I gotta go with Metnir. Metnir yes. has been absolutely, you know, for not being like that guy. That guy is is a DP signing. If there oh ever my God. was one, you know, yes. like, and we got him for Tam money. Yeah, and you know, Martin and I've talked about this. We talked about this on the last podcast, basically, like you know, giving the. Giving the front office credit where it's due, and which is we're not above that here. Yeah, at, that, uh, that signing was an absolute. Coup they for the scouting nailed staff that, that one. one. They yeah. nailed that one. Yeah. Now you gotta, if you're gonna give them credit where it's due, you also have to <laughs> uh, give them credit where it is, where it's due in terms of their uh, absolute shit of uh, credit where it's don't. Yeah, which is a lot, like almost everything else that they've done. Uh, oh boy. But uh, but honestly, I, I you know Metnair has been a revelation on the right back, and and that you know it's it's sad because I really love Jerry. 
and I was really sad it, to see it, Jerry go. It takes go. the sting out a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. watching, watching, uh, yeah, watching. Was was there a Jerry sighting last night? Did we know? I didn't see Jerry. Or is this going to be later? It might on be. It might be this weekend. Oh. It, it wouldn't surprise me if it was this weekend. Honestly, okay. actually. So. All right. Well. There, there's a dude who should never have to pay for a drink in this town. No, guy, if you see Jerry and you don't buy him a drink and, <laughs> and buy his wife a drink and buy his kid a drink, buy honestly. his kid a drink. Yeah, they're European. Honestly, they I really, I, I just want, I just want uh, my kid to meet Jerry's kid and those kids and those kids to be like best friends. Oh forever. God, yeah. So that we, yeah. I'm happy to go to Switzerland every year. <laughs> well, you know, welcome year. to the world of dad dreams. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I hope my kids get some friends who have other cool dads I can hang out with, and I don't have to make awkward small talk. Yeah, like a dude, I got nothing in common. Here, here's with. the nice thing: that there are there yeah. are a few babies in the uh, in the Wonderwall right now. Oh yeah. Um, uh, the Jarvis and and yeah. others. So it's like I, I know my kids gonna have like oh for sure friends who have cool parents. Yes. Um, Weird thing, like my parents, uh, I love my parents to death. I they I gave they gave me a really great wholesome uh, <laughs> upbringing here in St. Paul. They didn't have any other friends until like after me and my sister were like, yeah. I, until after my little brother was born. Yeah, like, that's only when they started like make friends. And I and I was talking to another friend. Yeah, of mine. I think that's like a generational thing or yeah. something. Like, was, well, now you're an adult. Now you're not allowed to have friends anymore. Yeah, and I was talking to another. I was talking to another friend of mine who's who's telling me about her uh, her like in laws and like their in laws had a kid. And uh, and like they didn't go out. She's like they didn't go out. We if we want to see our nephew, we had to go to them. Yeah. They didn't go out for two years after the kid was born. I was oh like, holy shit, man! Oh, that is no way to live. I took I took Ragnar out two weeks after. Oh he was yeah. Born. yeah, yeah, yeah. We so. took we took our kid to Mancini's on day seven. So, you know. Anyway, sorry. You got to learn St. Paul way sometime. Kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know it's a <laughs> it's an alcohol fueled frenzy. Um, of keeping St. Paul boring. That's so. right. <laughs> All right. Uh, last point of the or before we uh, we'll jump. I'm gonna we, I'm gonna we're gonna jump into the Heath comment here in a little bit. But uh, let's talk about the next radio for the shittiest player of the game. I alluded to the fact that there wasn't anybody that was super shitty. Nobody was shitty. But who do you got? Well, I I, I think I gotta give it to Angelo Rodriguez for just I, I'd say underperforming. Yeah. Uh, for, I for think sure. I think a replacement value starting MLS striker would have made more happen last night. Hundred uh, so percent. Yeah, I agree. Not, not not performing at replacement value. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm gonna say the entire offense again. Like, yeah, you know, uh, they I, only they one- didn't seem to have any ideas. No, there was there seemed to be no like this is the way we're gonna score. Uh, and you know the way that Adrian Heath has been set, has been setting up the team is basically like we are gonna concede possession. Yeah, but then we're gonna like break on the counter. Um, and uh, well, and we spend a hell of a lot of time in the attacking third. Yeah. Just all for not, not without the just, without the ball for a lot of yeah, it, just and playing tether not, ball, and there. not really pressing. Which right. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta pick one or the other. Are you gonna press or are you not gonna press? Uh, are you gonna, if you're gonna concede possession and you're not gonna press, yes. then you gotta be able to counter. Uh, we have a question yeah. that alludes just, to that a little pick, bit. Pick a plan and run with it, man. Yeah, I mean, we only had one shot on goal all match. Yeah, that is. Only, that is we had we had like thirteen corners. And we had one shot on goal. Come on. Uh, we had more corners than LA. Yeah. Uh, although we we have so LA had ten shots. Uh, this, I mean, that basically speaks to how well the defense was playing. LA had ten shots. Uh, yeah. In the game. They had twenty yeah. when we were out there in LA Ooh, in, uh, yes. in March. They only had like four shots on goal, like on target. We had one shot on goal. Um, that's unacceptable, especially yeah. at home. Yeah. I mean, I could see that if we were playing in in a like a three five two sort of bunker 
and and counter maybe, but we weren't playing a three five two bunker yeah. and counter. Yeah, especially we were, with the amount of time we had where there were there should have been opportunities. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that that's not acceptable. Yeah, that's um, just gonna give it to the entire the entire sort of uh, attacking. And it was it was funny because actually when we brought in Miguel. Um, uh, for Molino in the uh, 60th, around the 60th minute or whatever. Also, number one, the roar when it, Miguel was announced. Oh my God! Yes. If you, uh, I think Jeff Reuter uh, tweeted it out or whatever. Uh, just go back and, and try and find that. Uh, try and find that tweet of uh, from the press box. You're listening to the roar of uh, of Allianz. Oh, when God. Miguel Abarra the, the is windows announced. must have been rattling two two miles away. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm sure someone's bitching about it on next door right now. <laughs> oh, I'm hundred percent. Someone's bitching on next door about having to like park I ten have, minutes away I from their house walk, and then yeah, walk ten just, minutes. Yes. It's like I can walk from my fucking house to the black heart in ten minutes, and I live like almost right. a mile away from the fucking yeah, black heart. Come on, man. You didn't walk yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, I can. I can walk. You had to walk around Luce to Cloud City yeah. in about ten minutes. Yeah, you had to walk around the fucking block. Is come what you on. had to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah. anyways, so yeah, fun. Uh, do not download the Nextdoor app. It is uh, oh god no! <laughs> it is the worst. I've no. been meaning, I've been meaning to like delete it for a long time, and I just forget. Oh. And then someone like, someone will pop up in my like in notifications. Yeah, I'll, I'll go like, spy on it sometimes just to see what like the like the neighborhood weirdos are, are plotting. Like, what are they gonna do to get somebody killed in our neighborhood? Like, so, calling the cops. It's on just so it's racist. Like, and, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's the, it's the yeah. worst thing ever. Some guy's gonna be out raking his own lawn, and they're gonna call the cops on him, and someone's gonna get killed. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, let's so not do that. don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't uh, don't be on next door, and don't be a shitty ass neighbor. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, jumping in, other United news. Uh, so we mentioned this on Monday. Uh, it's official now. Colin Martin uh, has been uh, sent to Hartford Athletic. Uh, on a season-long loan, yeah, um, they are uh, not good. Hartford, being they are okay. not they are not very okay. good right now. They have they don't they don't score a lot of goals. Yeah. Hopefully, Colin Martin uh, changes that. So well, and, and, and he gets and he gets actually he gets ninety minutes every oh, week. Oh yeah, is, which he, is the yeah point, he right? better be getting maximum minutes with yeah. them. Uh, I mean, he's still a very young man. He's got a lot of years ahead of a lot of soccer ahead of him still. I hope. Um, so hopefully this is a chance for him to get some minutes under his belt. Uh, you know, we're not going to have Ozzy here forever. No. Um, or some of our other midfielders. So let's let's kind of keep developing that talent and uh, hopefully get some. I'm just surprised it's, more taken, it's taken this long to here. do it. I guess that's the other. I mean, yeah. I, I have so many. I mean, I wish I could like sit down with Manny because I have so many goddamn questions about, <laughs> about how. But how? And I was talking with uh, Colin O'Donnell of the uh, We Call It Soccer podcast yesterday yeah. before the game. Just about how this team has managed their young players. Uh, this being one of the older rosters in MLS. Yes. Uh, yet we draft all these players. We don't end up signing them. They keep talking about how they're going to build through that. But we didn't have a, a uh, an agreement in place with another with a USL team until no. this year. Right. It's just. It's just. It's it's and like the left hand is doing something and the right hand is jerking off and you know yeah that, that's um, that's exactly like the left hand is like right. trying is like trying to sign yep. contracts and the right hand is jerking off and yes. you're like which one do I trust who's, who's I don't in charge here no yep. anyways um so Alejandro Pozuelo was named player of the week uh, uh, from Toronto probably well so, deserved at this point yeah um I really miss the days of or you know miss the early 
early days of uh, the player of the week not being someone who played against Minnesota United. So uh, <laughs> hopefully that changes again. Uh, and then uh, some personal uh, Dave's news. Uh, I, 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 a Dave is going to be on the Minnesota football show. I was going to try and look up what the actual call his, letters uh, of that are. Oh, God. Uh, it's, yeah. His, uh, anyways, has Eric, Dave Martin been on that yet? He has not. So, um, okay, so, yeah. I'm going to be on it. So it's, I think it's going to be me. Uh, Robert uh, Morgan, Robert yeah. the Red on uh, Twitter, and then uh, uh, Caleb Olson, who's also on the We Call It Soccer podcast. All awesome. three of us are Liverpool fans. Yes. Uh, Eric, oh, okay. Eric is a uh, Barca fan, and uh, so we're going to yes. sort of talk about Liverpool, Barca, uh, talk about some of our favorite memories of Liverpool and, and cool. all that. Uh, cool. Sort of like kind of preview-ish, can, I guess. The, can uh, we call this the most ambitious uh, Minnesota fan media crossover? Uh, in Minnesota soccer <laughs> it might be. here. It's, it's the end game, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you will. Is this the, is this the Avengers movie of uh, Minnesota fan soccer, Minnesota soccer fan media? Not quite, not quite. We're going okay. to do that, though. We're going we're gonna to make that happen. Um, so, yeah, so if you're, uh, if you're around basically like uh, the uh, south side of Minneapolis on, on Saturday morning at 10 a.m., give it a listen. How many? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, my sister-in-law listened the day I was on. She, oh, yeah? she's was, she lives within their broadcast. Yeah, zone, I don't think so. I don't think it. I know Eric was telling me that they're trying to make it be available as a podcast. Yeah. Uh, like afterwards. Yeah. I don't think that's the case yet. So if you uh, had, you know what, you know, go uh, go hang out. Uh, it's you know it's over like at, uh, the, the the Franklin Street Bakery and it's it's like the cherry blossoms in Japan. There's just that one moment of beauty and then it's gone. And you, sometimes you just can't. Yeah. Preserve all these things. So that's fair. That's fair. You got to be right. in the moment, man. So that's all the uh, United news that I can that I can yep. figure out uh, what's happening. Um, I was going to do a thing, uh, a fun game called uh, Loon Lookalikes. Um, Ooh, I like this. Where, but maybe we can sort of just like improv this. So, <laughs> oh, um, good. Yes. So, so here's an example. Um, so I'm give you. I'm going to give you one, then let you think about it for a, okay. a hot second. Here. Okay. So Vita Manone looks like the guy that Adrian Heath sends to murder somebody in an Italian uh, crime family drama. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so you gotta yes. you gotta you gotta pick a loon and then and then say what they say what they look okay, like. Okay, so maybe not a not an individual, but like who the, what kind of character they mm-hmm. are. Yes, exactly. Okay, got so it, got Adrian it. Heath looks like a uh, a garden gnome that came to life in a Disney movie. Uh, basically, that's it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Right, but he's wearing a mankini. But he's wearing a mankini. Yes. Yes. Uh, right. Let's see. I'm trying to think of any other ones off the top of my head. I had a few of these like. <laughs> like, 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 like holstered in my okay, head. Okay, so I'm here's mine. So Rash, yeah. Rasmus Schuler is a good one. Okay. He's one of the preppy villains in a 1980s slobs versus snobs teen comedy. And Bill Murray and a, <laughs> and a ragtag bunch of misfits from the Losers Summer Camp at the end of the movie are gonna are gonna one up them at the big yeah. talent show that happens between the two summer camps. Very good. Yep. Uh, He's like a pop collar guy, <laughs> for sure. Uh, Eric Miller looks like a guy who would be in the Loon's front office staff. Oh, for sure. Yes. And that, this, that's it's that's kind of funny, but it's also because uh, last year when I uh, Brent Coleman and him were at Talisman for a thing, and I went up, like I went over there. I talked to Brent Coleman, yeah. and I yeah. totally just assumed that Eric Miller was. <laughs> I was like, I, like, I was like, that guy looks familiar. I think yeah, I feel like I know um, him, like from like meetings I have with the front office. Yeah, Eric. And I'm no, gonna, I'm gonna need that TPS report <laughs> by uh, by nine o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so I know you might need to come in over the weekend to get that squared up, but uh, we're gonna we really need that TPS report, Eric. Yeah. You got any? You got any other ones? Oh God, let me think here. I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> Romain Metnier looks like the hero of a Spike Lee movie. 
Hell yes. I mean, like he is, he's a swashbuckler. Yeah. Like, he's just, he should be swinging on chandeliers and raiding pirate ships and, like, firing cannons and all that. I'm, 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 I'm here for it, for sure. Um... Some other dudes. We got some interesting dudes on this team. Yeah, I'm we do. To, like, yeah, we do. Well, Eichel Parag always reminds me of Kevin Garnett. <laughs> yes, he does. I mean, that's just, he does. you know. <laughs> yes, he yeah. is. So, which, which, which for me is a good thing. I have fond memories of KG from when yeah. he was here. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair okay, enough. so that's uh, that's Loon lookalikes. Right. Um, we may try and uh, flesh we'll, we'll that, on some flesh more. that game yeah. out a little yeah, bit more they'll, for, they'll, for they'll the future. So, all right, so uh, tactical schmactical. We are going to talk about DC United. They are coming to town on Sunday, uh, twelve thirty our time. Um, just FYI, I think Blackheart is opening up at nine a.m. If you want to just might as well get crunk uh, before the yeah. match. I think maybe, be if anybody on. wants to babysit my kid on Sunday. You're DM me. Okay. <laughs> D- Born with a tail underscore. Born with a tail underscore. D- slide I'm, I'm slide just, into those DMs. And yeah, to I, I'm totally cool with entrusting the life of my daughter to some rando who DM me on Twitter. I think that's. Uh, Honestly, I, I think it's some real. My, pa- my parents parenting. might actually be willing to do it. So <laughs> yeah. Chat about that afterwards. Uh, all right. So DC United is coming to town. Uh, the Wayne Rooney's. Um, 17 points. They are first place in the Eastern Conference oh right now. Gosh. They have a 5-2-2 two, wow. two record. Yeah. Uh, they have not won at home yet, though. Like, they're 0-2-1 at home, 5-0-1 uh, on the road. Yeah. So, make of that what well, you I will. Well, that's that's even worse for us in some ways, at least as far as current trend lines are going. Yeah. So. Oh, shit. You know what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about that Heath quote. All right. So, <laughs> rewind. Hey, DJ, bring that record back. Uh, so, before we jump into the STC United, so <laughs> the Heath quote in question, uh, I'm just going to read it uh, verbatim and then we can uh, and then we can chat about it. I'm pulling it up here on the uh, internet.com uh, website. So, this is after the match. Um, Adrian, I don't know exactly who asked the question, uh, but the quote is basically this uh well it might keep you and everybody else quiet for a week that we've kept a clean sheet because i'm fed up of hearing it i'm sure you're fed up of talking about it because i know i am uh this is in uh i, I question i guess that was on the game ending in a draw in the last time he was at home which score sits better with him between three three and zero zero so like whether he preferred a three three or a zero zero because he's gotten draws the last two times Again, the quote, well, it might keep you and everybody else quiet for a week that we've kept a clean sheet because I'm fed up of hearing it. I'm sure you're fed up of talking about it because I know I am. Luke Craig, do you have any, any so thoughts on that? So my immediate take is, and, and I believe this is true in all areas of life, is that yelling at powerful people makes things better. <laughs> Never miss a chance to yell at people in power. Um, whatever. I mean, Heath got sweated pretty hard after a real disappointing outcome in Toronto. Uh, he's feeling it, and you know what? Uh, I don't know how much credit he gets for a, like I said, a draw that kind of feels like a win at some level. Uh, but we definitely had the best defensive performance we've seen out of Loons this season for sure. Um, we haven't had very many clean sheets in our entire franchise history. No. Uh, I believe this is our seventh or eighth clean sheet ever. Yeah. Um, like we only so, have one, one on the road. Yeah. That was this year against San Jose. Right. So, you know, if he's feeling the heat, you know what? Good. He should be. Yeah. Um, and it's putting some pressure on him to make some changes. I will also note that he made three substitutions last night. Yes, he did. They, um, were, all, they were all attacking. That is not true to Heath's form. Yeah. Um, I think he should have made some a little earlier or whatever, but he, 
he's doing some things differently, which I think is really the meta complaint on Heath is that it's it's the same shit every single time and nothing changes. Yeah. Uh, some stuff changed and we got a, an outcome we can all kind of live with here. He did. So keep yelling at him. Yeah, he did mention in another <laughs> in another uh, in another tweet or another uh, quote about how like he made some minor tweaks after the first ten minutes that they were LA was controlling the game. He made some minor tweaks. I don't know what he's talking about when he says they made some minor tweaks because we, one of the biggest things that I've complained about is his in-game management. Yeah. This is subs. This is uh, making uh, tweaks at halftime and, and during the game. Yeah. Uh, he definitely clearly, you know, one thing I will I did notice watching the game was that Ozzy Alonso uh, was shaded more to the left-hand side yes. to help out with Miller. Yes. Um, I think I think uh, what they saw was that Coleman and Opara were doing a damn good job right. of, of minimizing Zlatan. So, Ozzy didn't have to be a third man in there. He could right. help out. He could help Miller out a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he was more mobile. Uh, yeah. So, he's more playing on sort of that left-hand side. So, if if, if Adrian made that that change and, and identified that, great. Good good for you. Uh, the, the quote, the, that particular quote specifically, though, just it irks, uh, it irks me because the man refuses to take any blame. Yeah. Whatsoever, yeah, he's the for anything somehow. that ever happens. He was yet he he's like happy to jump on and uh, take the credit for stuff, right? But he refuses in any capacity to take any sort of blame whatsoever, and that is uh, that's not just like unattractive. Like it's just a it's a really shitty thing to do. And right. the fact that he continues to throw players under the bus, um, yes, consistently. Yeah, that that's pretty a much without huge, fail. Like that, I, I really have a problem with that throwing and, throwing anybody under the bus. And I guess I just don't understand is it, what is he what does he think he's going to accomplish by saying, "Well, yes, we're all pissed off and upset and, and are tired of reading about our team being shitty on defense." Well, then, like, but but that's on you, the the yeah. media, because yeah, because of. Things of reasons I don't. Right, I guess yeah. I just I don't um, understand. Where, where does the buck actually stop? Yeah, in his and mind? I, it clearly does not stop with Adrian Heath, and and that that's you know well known, and and you know it's sad. It, it's just it, he's a sad tiny man who uh, refuses <laughs> to really accept is. any blame <laughs> whatsoever <laughs> for being a sad tiny man who's yeah. shit at coaching soccer in MLS. Yeah. Again, like I mentioned uh, on uh, Monday with uh, Martin, he's a great USL manager. He would be a great. USL, uh, Minnesota United B manager. He, he should be running the squad in Madison, maybe. Yeah, well, right, Daryl uh, Shore is pretty good. Don't. Yeah. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's yeah, not. Yeah, no let's shade not okay. besmirch Daryl Shore. A, a generic USL team. Sure. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, yeah. Let's not besmirch right. the good name of Daryl Shore. <laughs> okay. But right. uh, but yeah, he's not. He's he's overmatched in MLS, um, and he's shown that time and time again. Uh, and I don't. I guess I don't know. Under, understand what else anybody needs to hear about that. So. Unless you have anything else, we can we can move no, on to the game. No, that, that's that's my two cents on that topic. Sorry, sure. I forgot to like put in like ten minute Adrian Heath rant into our notes, so that's why we forgot it <laughs> for a, for a hot second. Um, all right, so let's talk about DC United. As I mentioned, yeah. first in the East, uh, five two and two. They are five zero oh, and one on the road. Uh, so they're a pretty good road team. It's gonna be challenging. Um, who do you got? Who's good on uh, LA or on uh, DC United? Uh, so I homed in on on their defense here. Uh, Bill Hamid. Yep. Probably one of the upper-tier uh, goalkeepers in MLS overall. Uh, right now, he's got 30 saves and five shutouts this season so far. Um, the only reason he's probably not at the top of the goalkeeping charts is because they had an absolutely disastrous outing against LAFC where they gave up four. Yeah. Uh, you take that one out of the out of the equation, 
and he's having a monstrous season as a goalkeeper. Bill Hummy's really good. We're going to need to really be calling our shots um, very well to get anything in against him. Which clearly this team has, uh, Which has is done really well the last couple of games. Making me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's hope we get a penalty, honestly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably one of the best ways yeah, we're going to get a probably. Get some in the net. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Bill Hummy's good. I would say, you know, they have uh, uh, Wayne Rooney, obviously, scored uh, from an amazing free kick. Um, yeah. Uh, they beat Columbus yesterday, uh, the Columbus crew in Columbus. His uh, his rejuvenation in MLS has actually, I think, been a great story. It is. It has a, been. He's been a lot of fun to watch. I mean, after after Steven Gerrard and uh, Frank Lampard were kind of like we're bust basically. Let's, oh let's God! Call, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. those guys were bust in terms right. of. Like, and I was coming. so skeptical when he came to MLS. I'm like, great, it's gonna be another Rudy, guy. Oh yeah, for sure. Just fucking coast for a year or two. But both him and Zlatan have been have been great. Oh yeah, have been great. They're all the in. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's nice seeing Wayne Rooney uh, do that shit. Um, Luciano Acosta, obviously. Uh, I was just looking at the uh, MLS. Uh, the roster. Luciano Acosta is 5'3 and weighs 130 pounds. <laughs> I wrestled at 125 pounds okay. when I was in college. Okay, like 19 like, years ago. Like, yeah, like, like we, like pretty much anyone could just bench him. Yeah, pretty, yeah, <laughs> so, I could probably bench Luciano Acosta. Actually, yeah, I haven't, yeah, I've been in the weight room in a long time, but I, I could probably, yeah, bring him me, a little bit, yeah. Bring, bring me Acosta. Yeah, um, Paul Ariola is a uh, midfielder uh, for DC. He's been. You know, former U.S. Men's yeah. uh, uh, MNT uh, International. He played with what Tijuana. He's been down. Yep. To Mexico he's been in Mexico. Um, yep. Yeah. You know, and like I said, Wayne Rooney. Uh, he's scoring goals, doing some really good stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a DC has been. You know, the, a lot of people are predicting DC to sort of come out of the East this year. Yeah. Uh, they had a. Uh, a really amazing uh, second half of last year once they opened their new stadium, Audi Field, which I heard because well, it was a rough start. Yeah, oh it was my a very God. rough start. They, yeah. they squeaked into the playoffs. They won. Yep. A, they won a series. Um, they're top of the East right now. So you know they're uh, really good. Yeah, uh, yep. Who who sucks on uh, DC United? I don't know. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to tell me. <laughs> I, I didn't have a chance to All do right. a whole lot more research. Right. I'm this just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna start. Uh, yeah. So. Their uh, their defense, uh, in spite of uh, them being top of the uh, top of the league, is not. Maybe this is why uh, Hamid has so many saves. Yeah, I okay. Think so, all right. So Frederick Brillant, uh, Chris Durkin, and Leonardo Jara suck. Uh, they all suck. Um, they, uh, I think Durkin was uh, responsible for giving up a penalty in the uh, game against NYCFC yeah. on last Saturday, yeah. which they didn't actually end up scoring. Because um, it could have been even God. they lost to DC lost to NYCFC two nothing last yeah. last week, yeah. um, which we you know we didn't really mention. But uh, yeah, he gave up. He was responsible for giving up penalty. Uh, Maxi Morales then uh, hit the post <laughs> as Maxi Morales is wanting to do. Um, so their defense is not great. Uh, they have a 16 year old uh, Griffin Yao. I'm not oh, good. Really, I'm not really gonna. I don't want to shit on a 16 year old okay. on the podcast. I'm but, a, but we could bench him too. Y- yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a new feature is which opposing players could we bench? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then uh, Those, uh, uh, men who live in glass house cast no stones on <laughs> yes, this I, one. So. Yes, I. Yeah, I mean. Although I, act- I've dropped it, but I. Yeah, I used to hit it pretty hard before I got on flight. Yeah, so. I don't hit it very hard anymore. I do like yeah. to. I like to. Yeah, the bartenders at the airport knew me. Now, it's not a good sign when the bartenders at the airport know you. Ooh. His <laughs> words is flying hungover. That is a miserable experience. All right. Just all that recycled air in there. Oh. If you hit any turbulence, 
Good night. Okay, well, no one likes to fly hungover. Uh, maybe, nope. hopefully, uh, TC will be hungover when they get into town I on would Saturday. Love that. Yeah. Um, how, assuming they're not hungover, how should Minnesota United uh, play? <laughs> so I'm looking DC? at my, my show notes here. My uh, my two word answer was B L A F C question That's, mark. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm interested in your thoughts. Uh, I, you know, you're a little bit more of a tactical mind than I am on this uh, stuff. So I'm no, and I'm no David Martin. So yeah. Well, let's let's let's, let's get the let's get the Zeller uh, <laughs> zounds from Zeller. Yeah. So uh, so Ben Olsen has uh, DC United playing in a in a five four one. Um, I would assume they're going to do the same thing, especially on the road. Oh yeah. Uh, they're going to try and pick off a, a, a set piece goal, a penalty kick, something like that, uh, <sighs> and then just bunker bunker in. Uh, try and hold off Minnesota United. <clears throat> so, which is, it's funny because both of these teams are going to, I kind of want to not have possession. So it's right. going to be a war of attrition of not possessing, of like not possessing the ball. Yes. Um, which right. I think actually gives, I don't want it, you have which it. Which I think actually gives Minnesota like a really unique opportunity to actually, uh, um, to actually like play some possession, uh, possession yeah. based uh, uh, team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're basically yeah their their entire goal is gonna be bunker and counter. Uh, have Wayne Rooney take set piece, set pieces. Sorry, um, uh, NYC. But see, here's the thing: like NYC, if Minnesota's smart, if Adrian Heath and Manny Lagos are smart, uh, they looked at and they they rewatched the uh, NYCFC versus DC right. game. Uh, NYCFC gave him a really good game. They pressed them. They forced turnovers in their attacking third in the, the NYC attacking third, the DC uh, defensive third. Um, and so, they really, they really brought the game to them. Uh, Minnesota is not necessarily the best equipped to do that, but I think we can do that in certain iterations of this team. Yeah. So, basically, what I'm thinking is that uh, we need uh, we need Gregus back in the starting lineup. I think Schuler okay. was great. Yeah. Uh, I yep. think he, you know, he provided he provided cover for a game. Yeah. Um, he did what he needed to do. He yes. did his job. He was the guy who got Zlatan's jersey after the game, so yep. great, good, good for him. But but let's he's not, not push it. Yeah, he's not ninety. <laughs> he's not ninety minute fit. He's definitely not ninety minute, like one hundred eighty minutes fit in in Especially, four days. Yeah, four days turnaround. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, Gregus comes back into the lineup. Um, basically, I want I want Adrian Heath to, to own up to his fucking word and that you play yourself out of the lineup. Uh-huh. That back line did not play themselves out of the lineup. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So. I think we keep this. We, we, in my estimation, we keep the same back line. Uh, yes, Miller. Uh, Miller had some uh, issues. Let's be fair. Yeah. Uh, in the first sort of forty minutes of the game, but he recovered. Uh, I think a lot of that was probably jitters of, you know, playing his yes. first ever game. You, you could feel Minute, the jitters. Yeah, in the, the Woodbury, stance. the Woodbury boy, first ever game. That's right. Yeah. Uh, in Allianz, I'm sure he was like just oh, amped God. up to fucking high heaven. You imagine. And he doesn't have to deal. With, he's not going to deal with a 17 year old uh, coming down the right, the, the left hand side. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. time, I would see. I would like see Gregus and Alonso in the middle of the par- the middle of the pitch. Uh, they, those guys have been worked really well together. Gregus yeah. being more of an attacking threat, a uh, guy who can, uh, you know, create some. Uh, offense off of set pieces, which is great. Alonso, you know, staying more of sort of that, uh, you know, that defensive midfield role that we've we've kind of grown accustomed to him playing. That's right. And then um, mostly for uh, kind of the same same reason with Schuler is that I don't think he can go 90 minutes again or 60 minutes. Uh, 
and Miguel Ibarra seems to be fit again, would be Mibarra, Quintero, yeah. and then either Dunlady or Finlay. I I probably lean towards Finlay. Um, okay. And then, but maybe Dunlady with Finlay coming in, maybe against that sixty-minute mark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, and then uh, I honestly would prefer if we're gonna press, if we're gonna if we're gonna like push uh, DC to try and create some turnovers in the uh, our offensive third. I want Ribara. I don't want Rodriguez. Rodriguez is slow as shit. Yeah. Um, he yes. clearly does not know how to possess the ball. Well, he can take the ball down, but then he gets dispossessed like in minutes, you know, yeah. seconds after he takes the ball down. Uh, I would like to see what Ribara can do. So with uh, Miguel, Darwin, and and uh, and and Romario, yeah. all sort of pressing, uh, kind of like what Liverpool does uh, in their iteration of that, where they they're not. It's not a Gagan press. It's not like pressing all the time. Right. It's picking your moments. Right. And creating and, and creating some opportunities the for yeah, like for yeah. Darwin, for uh, Miguel, and for Romar, and giving Miguel sort of the freedom with Miller back behind him. You know that you have a defensive a defensive guy back there. Like you're not worried about Cavo being out of position. You can allow Miguel to sort of roam and create some opportunities for himself and for Darwin and for uh, and for Romario and even you know Finley on the on the right hand side starts to do some overlapping running shit. So cool. Um, I'm sure Molino's gonna start though for some fucking reason. Of course. But you know it's Adrian yeah. Heath, so yeah. that's how I that's how I would want to see <laughs> us line up against uh, I mean using Heath's four two three one, which he you know for some reason fucking adores and he can't get off of that shit. Uh, if, if he's gonna play a four two three one, that's how I want to see us line we, up. We just gotta yell at him some more. <laughs> More yelling. I don't know if it's if that's <laughs> if that's what's working. Uh, I go, sort of t- touching back on that. I thought it was hilarious. The um, hilarious and so- somewhat cathartic. Uh, the uh, uh, Andy Grader column in the in the Pioneer Press, yeah. uh, Fish Rat Factory East Side, uh, after like the closed door meeting and and people oh, losing yeah. their shit. Yeah, uh, Martin sent that to me at like. Seven o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, he's like, this, <laughs> might, "This might be nice for you after yeah. after you spent twenty five minutes ranting about this yeah. guy." The exact same very fucking thing. And what was the 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 most interesting part of all of that? Actually, honestly, to me, was that none of that was on the record. So there oh. there are clearly some people who are are fed mm. up with Calvo, yes, um, fed up with Heath, and maybe yeah. that is what sort of like. You know, fire okay. the lit, lit the fire under Heath's ass is that people are actually starting to call him out. Well, in the media, not just not just assholes on a podcast, right? Drinking right. beer at a bar. Oh, well, he but you actual, know he like, to this. actual. Yes. Oh, he's God. he's like checking his updates to see when new episodes of. The oh God! I, I really wish I really wish uh, this, Mrs. 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 Heath doesn't re- doesn't listen oh, to this boy. podcast. We've uh, we've uh, we've said some. Uh, Terrible, terrible things about Mrs. Heath, and she does not deserve any of them. No. Nope. Her husband, on the other hand, yeah. deserves every single second yeah. of it. But uh, Mrs. Heath does not deserve any of that <laughs> stuff. So, I, if you, Mrs. Heath, if you are listening, I apologize. Yes. I apologize from the from my the you know, deepest part of my heart for uh, the uh, the disturbing in, like, insinuations that we've and, and circumstances that we've put you <laughs> in in our in our mind's eye. And, and, and on that note, hi Margaret. <laughs> yes, hi my hi Megs. What's up, Max? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, do you have any other thoughts on how many you should play? Uh? I, I don't. I'm, okay. I'm going to be excited to see it, but uh, uh, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting matchup uh, where we're at, where both teams are at right now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, way, like I said, one way to find out. Let's play the damn game. DC United has not lost on the road. What? Yeah. And uh, yeah, we have not won at home. So, but we haven't lost at home yet. We also haven't lost at home. So, what do you what do you think? What's the uh, 
What's your prediction? Um, I, I think it's going to be another uh, defensive duel similar to what we saw with L.A. last night. Uh, I'm predicting a 1-1 draw at the end of the day here. Boo Earns. Well. Boo Earns. Got to calm as a season. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the optimistic one in the podcast here, and I'm gonna predict a two-one Minnesota United victory. We nice. sing Wonderwall Ooh. for the first time. Oh my god! At, at Allianz, and and listen, if you can if dream sing, it, you can do it. If we sing Wonderwall, when when we sing Wonderwall at the Allianz for the first time, it's gonna be fucking epic. Oh, like, I'm packing. Get out your next. phone. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, record that shit. Post oh it all over the internet. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's gonna be just listening to everybody like. Do the MNUFC like the entire stadium? Yeah. Do the MNUFC and, and black and blue chant? Yeah. Um, was fucking epic. Yeah. When we when we sing Wonderwall and we will sing Wonderwall this Sunday, it's going to literally blow the roof off the uh, off the place. Even the fuck the, even the fuckers on next door are not going to be able to complain about <laughs> listening to twenty thousand people harmoniously. The, the sing, roof of the offices uh, of the Villager newspaper. <laughs> it's going to go flying. Team McClure's going to lose her shit. What? Yeah. Yeah. She's going to like. Shit herself. Why, like, why, why did I just shit myself? I'm Jane McClure. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, now we jump into the uh, picture didn't happen part. Yeah. Um, so uh, we have a couple couple midweek games, a few midweek games, including Minnesota. And then we'll talk about our uh, our week nine picks. We're almost like we're almost a third of the way through the fucking Yowza. Uh, or a quarter of the way through the MLS season, okay. which is bonkers. I guess. Yeah. It feels like we just started. We but did. Yeah. Hey, so NYCFC uh, played Chicago. They hosted Chicago. They won one nothing. Uh, New England hosted Montreal, and of course Montreal went up, uh, won three nothing. A funny a, a oh point God. here: Montreal had a seven-hour delay in the airport on Tuesday. They didn't actually leave Montreal Montreal because their planes, like their they, flights, got canceled. They almost could have driven to Boston faster. Yeah. They didn't leave Montreal until 1:30 on Wednesday afternoon. They played. They kicked off at seven o'clock, uh, Boston time. Yowza. Uh, they, I mean. Th- they had very real, and I think they played the game under protest because like this game should be postponed. Like yes, we bet we've been here for for fucking three hours. Right. Like yeah. So yeah. yeah uh, oh MLS, uh, super awesome league that MLS. makes your makes everybody travel. Oh, and the, that's the other thing. A funny thing. Uh, Brett, um, Brettosaurus on uh, on Twitter. Oh yeah. He uh, he was fl- he flew to Toronto for the Toronto match. The guy. This guy travels to. Oh yeah, Almost dude. every single fucking that's, game. Yeah, that's, he's yeah. a he's a super awesome guy. If you ever yeah. if you ever see him, uh, hang out with him. He's a really good guy. He's got a lot of stories. Anyways, he had a they overbooked the flight for Toronto. Oh my god. And I think it was, I can't remember if it was Romario. I think it was Romario that like basically it was like they needed like Delta needed someone to give up their flight, yeah. give up their seat on the flight. Yeah. So that. A fucking min- like a fucking major league soccer player could fly to oh fucking Toronto. God. The fact well, that this league is, the, the, is well, isn't there the league rules like limiting charter flights? Yeah, you can only like, do like two a year or two. three a I year mean, or something like that. And yikes! But I guess I just don't, I don't understand. How, I don't I'm bumped off a fucking flight. Right? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's, yeah, he's trapped. He's tra- United went into Columbus and beat them one nothing off a of Wayne Rooney yeah. uh, free kick. Uh, we have the zero zero draw here. Or like what? My my pet theory is I think Seattle's actually not as good as so, and the right players into yeah uh, into San Jose yeah they're gonna be close to wow. being there. Uh, Yikes! Who the fuck knows? But uh, <laughs> it's not good for Minnesota. So we got uh, picks coming up for this weekend. Mm. Uh, what's uh, what's busting? All right, Toronto FC hosts Portland. Portland got a win last week for their first time this year. I have Toronto mm. winning three to one though. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be three zip. Okay. I'm not a believer in Portland at this point. FC Dallas hosting the resurgent San Jose Earthquakes. This might, this might actually be an interesting game. FC Dallas has been, they've had some weird results where they've not done well. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty high on them overall because when they're, when they're good, they're damn good. Um, San Jose, who knows? Yeah. Are, are they getting some fluky wins or like, like we were just saying, are they maybe coming into their own already? Let's we'll see. Um, uh, who knows? I'm going to yeah. call that 2-2 two, two just two, to two. hedge my bets That's a little. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 1-1 one, one on that draw. Um, Vancouver hosts Philadelphia. Vancouver also has a, they beat LAFC midweek last yeah, week. Yeah, I, I, I don't uh, like that the mutts of the West are starting to improve. I know, right? It's not, this is not yeah. a good development. Yeah, luckily we banked some points early early <laughs> yeah. against these teams. Uh, I got Vancouver winning 2-1. Uh, Philadelphia coming all the way across the country. Uh, I'm going the other way. I think Philly okay. wins 2-1. That's fair. Uh, Atlanta United hosts Colorado. Uh, Atlanta United is finally maybe getting their groove back. I have Atlanta United winning, uh, beating Colorado, who is on pace to give up, like, I think, like 124 goals this Triple year. Triple digits, baby. Three, Let's three see one. it. 3-1. 3-1 Atlanta. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think it will be an Atlanta victory. I'm thinking more of like a 2-1, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Bread Bowls versus FC Cincinnati. Uh, Oof. The, uh, both teams that are on in the going in the wrong direction. It's kind of a snoozer uh, game FCC, right FCC uh, actually you know, was looking good for a while, and everybody was sucking their dick. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Hey, the, we're, uh, you know, we're Federal uh, Communications Commission. We're, we're going to be good. We're going to yeah, be good. And yeah. uh, we're not going to be the worst uh, expansion franchise ever. And yeah. maybe maybe you're going to be. I think this is the game that Bread Bowls, um, in spite yeah. of all the Terry Henry uh, rumors and such, yeah. uh, I think this is the game they get back on track. I think yeah. it's this is a thrash against 4-1 to to oh, the Bread Bowls. I was going to call it a two-zip. but Okay. That's fair. All right, uh, Houston Dynamo host Columbus Crew. Columbus um, still in the top four in yeah. uh, in the Eastern Conference, but kind of reeling. They lost at home midweek to uh, the DCs. Uh, I think Houston Dynamo are really good this year. Yeah, I agree. And I'll be I'll be curious to see how they how good they are when they sell off a couple of their uh, Alberta Lease and because <laughs> you know it's coming. It's absolutely going to be coming. <laughs> it's absolutely. Um, I think coming. Houston Dynamo has enough to win this game. Yeah. Uh, two nothing down in Houston. I, I agree one hundred percent on that. Uh, Sporks host New England Revolution. Sporks easy three. Yeah. Three one. Yeah, they're going to get healthy on this one. Uh, the uh, Montreal Impact versus the Chicago Fire. Oh God. Um, yeah, talk about tire fires. Ugh. In very Yuck. different directions. Yeah. Uh, Montreal uh, wins this. Or no, I think this is going to be a, like a 2 2 draw. I'm calling it a 1 1 draw. Okay. Uh, we are talking about Minnesota and DC. Uh, I have a win, you have a loss. Yep. Uh, Seattle Sounders hosting LA, LAFC. Oh, Again, boy. This is the reverse fixture yeah. from a few, uh, like yeah. literally a week ago. Yeah. Um, I got Seattle Sounders. I got them losing this game to, to LAFC. I, agree. I think LAFC is really fucking good, I, man. I, it, until until proven otherwise, yeah. I, absolutely. I think this might be like a, a three-one LAFC victory. Okay, and then um, the uh, last match of the weekend: LA Galaxy hosting uh, the Real Salt Lakes. Um, LA Galaxy haven't lost in six straight games. Uh, yeah. RSL is uh, sitting, I think, in eighth place, right behind one point, or yeah, yeah. two points behind us. Uh, in the Western Conference they're, standings, and and Salt Lake's not totally impotent here. No, but I don't see no, them putting. Yeah, I don't see them putting something together that's going to beat LA at this point. So you got LA Galaxy. Yeah, winning? I got like a, I got I like a two-one two, LA. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. All right, so uh, finally we got some fucking answers. Uh, some questions. Um, Birdman, any wet one? I think Birdman, any weather? For some reason, he asks. Um, <laughs> do you think we need more speed at striker to help us when we counter? Uh, he also added a uh, a dink a dink meme to his uh, ah, to his uh, question. It was the uh, I'm going to show him pulling it up on the on the on the computer to show uh, oh, not that not that feed that feed 
There we go. It's the one with the with the guy looking at the girl, and they put the stuff underneath it. Yeah. So it's it's a it's the meme is the the guy looking with at the sweet ass of the lady, the lady being being an arrogant idiot. The dude is Heath, and then the girl the outrage outrage girl was being ignored. It's Coleman and Miller. So yeah, fair. That, seems, uh, that 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 meme is that, <laughs> it's dank, all right. Yes, it's a dank meme. Pretty dank. Uh, do we do we need more speed at circuit help when we counter? Y- yes. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Rodriguez is yeah. not fast. No. I think I argued that. Yeah, like me and Martin could beat Rodriguez in a foot race, probably. <laughs> uh, we can't. We can't bench him. No, we cannot bench him. There's no, that, there's two kinds of the professional is, soccer players. There's the ones we can bench, and then there's the ones we can beat in a foot race. Yes. Um, the man. The man is a uh, stout. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah, he's he's thick. Uh, and then uh, and then Quintero. I mean, for all for all of Quintero's um, credit, the man is not super fast. He's he's crafty. He's crafty. Yeah, and he's and he is. And as I mentioned on the podcast, he's on a Monday, trickster guy. He's he is uh he's like deceptively strong. And oh he, yeah. He muscles he muscles yeah. dudes who are twice his size off of him. He, he's got that low center of gravity. So it's not so much that uh, you know, the, and and you know and you know I love Miguel. Um, Miguel's not super fast either. Miguel's fast. Don't get me wrong. Like Miguel could beat me in a foot he, race. He's got a motor. Yeah. He's like just, his top speed. Like and that happened at one point last night. Like. He's like you, James Milner, us, and that, that guy just doesn't stop. Yeah, like, he just he doesn't can run. stop. But his top gear is not yeah th- as fast as you would maybe hope it would be. Yeah, and so theoretically, in, you, you, the speed that we have on at the striker position is, is Abu and, and and Mason Toy. Yeah. Um. And Abu is, I mean, eternally injured. So who yeah. the shit, who the shit knows? I know. So I mean, uh, I guess I don't know who, where you like where you bring in speed in that position to to. I think Molino's hesitant with his uh, with his ACL recovery. Like we we yeah. don't have we are we're not. It's weird because we are set up to play in a certain way. We have a lot of wingers, um, but the system that Adrian wants to play, we don't actually have the best players for that system. Right. Which is again goes back to like who the fuck is at fault here? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, All right. So J- Jesse asks. Uh, he says, "Do you think Zlatan was tempted to take a bite out of the piece of the field he picked up last night?" And then the other question is, "What does Zlatan eat?" Zlatan eats uh, whatever he wants to I, eat. I actually looked it up. His favorite food is some kind of weird processed ring sausage. I can't remember what the Swedish name for it is, but like even even like, a like spam mo- type thing? yeah, it's basically like a spam ring. Um, even most modern day Swedes are disgusted by this, but uh, <laughs> that apparently is Zlatan's legit. Yeah. I was making. I made a Game of Thrones joke, and you just totally like stepped all over it. So. Sorry, man. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No worries. Sorry. No worries. Just, just stomping on your yeah. dreams. No, Zlatan's a dragon, and dragons eat whatever they want. Uh, Zlatan eats whatever he wants. So, um, uh, uh. no, I think he. You know, obviously, he was just. He was. I think he was more concerned about everything as we were. <laughs> like, like <laughs> what is going on with this field? Yeah. Uh, fair, anyways, fair. and yes, I imagine Zlatan eats like unicorns and and like firstborn children. Oh, and for, stuff like oh, that, for so. sure. Yeah, the blood of his enemies yeah. for certain. Yeah. Uh, Eric asks, when can we have a Hawaii a Hawaiian button up dad shirt duel? Oh, that's, uh, I think that's directed to you. Any day that ends in a Y, Eric. Yeah, Eric. Any day that ends is, in a Y. It has been brought. You are you are on blast. Uh, and then just again, a reminder, I'm going to be on the uh, Minnesota football show on Saturday, yeah. so tune into that shit if you are over in South Minneapolis. And then finally, uh, Rodrigo asks, thoughts on Isawatch? Hashtag Isawatch. So, Loved it. Yes, Loved it's it. amazing. Uh, Rodrigo's daughter watches the games and like 
tactically breaks them down, and she's smarter than any any of us oh, dumb, for sure. dumb shits who uh, ho- like host podcasts. <laughs> like, and I can't disagree with anything she wrote. And what? And her dad hosts a podcast, and he's she's better. She's like smarter than that dumb <laughs> shit. So yes, hundred percent. Yeah, no, she's spot on, Rodrigo. Like you just if she ever yeah. wants to come on the days I know, yeah, uh, for sure. Let her know. Yeah, uh, she's, we can, she's we can probably move up, m- move up our uh, move up our recording time and not record at a bar <laughs> if we uh, get a twelve uh, year old on onto the podcast. Um, all right, so that's it for uh, that's it for us. Uh, I think we kept this one relatively short. We have a couple of starts and stutters with uh, the uh, recording stuff, so hopefully it's not too terrible. But um, you can always find us uh, daysandno.com. Uh, you can find some of Luke's old work there. He's he's got done some really good shit for us in the past. Uh, you can follow uh, us at TDIKMN on the Twitter. Me at Texas Eller Martin. We'll be back next week at Offensive Loons. Uh, Luke is at Born with the Tail underscore. Uh, anything else you want to add, Luke? Not really. Night, right. folks. Yeah, we'll see you on Sunday. Yep. All right. This has been the Daves. You know, we were the Daves. We are. We are the Daves. Someone's the Daves. Yeah, we are the Daves. I know. All right. Long as you do yours, land here, become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all, son, 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 son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all.